Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable here on WATD. We are in our live, we are live in our home studio uh, here in Pembroke Center, right at uh, Boston Connect Real Estate's home office. Uh, we are sponsored, of course, by Boston Connect Real Estate. I am the broker owner, and uh, we are also uh, sponsored by the Sharon and Mary Real Estate team. And in studio with me this morning, I have Melissa. Melissa Wallace, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm, I've good. missed you. Yeah, I've missed you too. Yeah, you're holding down the fort for me all week. I wasn't really on vacation, but I had some stuff I had to take care of with uh, Daryl Dad and, you know, moving his apartment and... Boy, I gotta tell you, moving is a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was telling you that when I when I went and saw you and saw the apartment, I was like, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, it, it's a lot of work. Yeah, you know what? It really has given me a new insight into things. I'll get into that into a minute, but in a minute. But I definitely want to let everybody know about our one and only Tim, who is in studio at WATD. Good morning, Tim. Hello. Good morning. Good morning so happy to be here with you as we always are every Saturday morning. Do you mind giving everybody the phone number in case they want to ask us of a course, question or yes, give the, us a story? Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah, questions or stories, bring them in. Phone number is 781-837-4900. 781-837-4900 and I will connect you with Melissa and Sharon live on air. Perfect. And I love how we got the host schedule the right way, Melissa and Sharon. Oh, <laughs> what is that oh. supposed to mean? Melissa that's... comes first. Uh, that's oh, right. Gee, wow, all right. <laughs> yeah, you commented oh. on my post yesterday saying, oh, maybe it's time for retire. And I said, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> I, no, no. You You're and not Kristen, retiring. Yeah, you no, and Kristen no, do a good anywhere, job. No. You don't need me anymore. So um, That is not true. We yeah. do do a good job, but we yeah. do need you. Yeah, Kristen does do a great job here. Kristen Hallett, obviously, uh, does. Is, she's here a lot of Tuesday nights. Uh, she's a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate as well. So, um, But I wanted to just get back real quick into just sort of like insights in life as sort of what sort of motivate me and where my career is, every path, right? Every stepping stone. And, you know, when I had the younger kids, you know, when the girls were younger, then I, you know, I worked with a lot of young families mm-hmm. and I was able to sort of handle that and help people through that process. Then I was getting older and it was like the empty nest. The kids are off to college and, and handling that. And now going through this process with my father, getting him from a second floor apartment down to a first floor apartment, I've noticed a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And it's really sort of um, put a passion in me to sort of really dig in deeper into this and make something of it. Because I'll be quite honest, I don't know how an 86-year-old person would do what is needed without having somebody helping them through it. Yeah. And that's why when I was at the apartment the other day, I'm like, oh, is someone going to come and clean? Because I'm thinking, like, I don't even want to clean at 32. Wait, how old am I? 
Am I 32? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to... Because I just lied about my age earlier. That's why. I'm like, wait, what is my real age? Um, At 32, like, I don't have the time to clean. I don't want to clean. I don't... Like, Mm -hmm. imagine being 86 years old and, like, maybe not being able to physically. Forget it. Yeah. And that's, like, after everything is in. And, you know, here's one of the things that I realized was I am very fortunate because I am self-employed, right? Mm -hmm. There are a lot of benefits. There's also a ton of risk that goes along with being self-employed, right? So um, obviously through the COVID days and things like that, there's a a ton of risk, right? But I was able to take this week basically, you know, and sort of work remotely like by phone and things like take phone calls and stuff. But you were here taking care of the office and Mary was able to pick up the slack with it for me on everything else. Yeah. I thought I would be out of the office Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I know. You put in the calendar Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I was like, no way. Like, yeah. And I'm surprised because you've moved, like, Mackenzie and Casey so many times. And I'm like, yeah. Just because he's an 86-year-old man doesn't mean he doesn't have stuff. And he needs to be clean. And it needs to be organized. And mm-hmm. I know you. you And oh, I'm, yeah. you know, bringing your label maker over. And yeah. <laughs> well, I was trying to simplify everything I could for him. Like, I threw away the things that he definitely doesn't need anymore. He doesn't need a wine opener like little things right Uh but then I was like you know he's been in this apartment for 17 years and I just everything I just washed everything Uh Uh like all of his towels all of his sheets even if they were already cleaned and all of his like silverware went through my dishwasher because he doesn't have a dishwasher It, it was just a lot and I figured Monday I would make some phone calls Tuesday Wednesday I would move him like Tuesday get all his furniture and everything over Wednesday empty everything out no, it took me yeah. five days. And then well, yesterday it was, all right, well, let me go bring you over to get your nails clipped, get your hair cut. Let's make some extra keys. You know what I mean? You helped because I, I was like, I know I'm going to forget this. Can you change his address? Like little things. Mm-hmm. But I realized I was sort of patient about all of it, right? Oh, well, it's funny. <laughs> I'm just going to put you on blast. <laughs> Every time I talked to you, you were in such a great mood. <laughs> and I was like, I was fully prepared because it is stressful. Mm-hmm. And we talk about this all the time. Even people who move in into apartments or homes that they've been in for 30 years, it's stressful at the it's end of stressful. the day. And we can say, oh, if your mindset is different, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, that's a holistic approach to yeah. it. But mm-hmm. it is a stressful situation. Mm-hmm. And every time I talk to you, you're like, hi. And I'm like, oh, oh okay. I was just trying to stay positive. Th- things are good over there. Well, one of the things I realized, too, it's like when you are moving and you empty out the refrigerator and you don't have any food, you don't know where the can opener is and all those things. Oops. I was lucky that I wasn't... Um, you know, that I didn't have him with me. He was at my house at the time. And um, I was lucky that I was there. But one of the things we do for all our clients is day of move-in. We always send them pizza and and salads and stuff. Did you have Jersey Mike's? Well, one time when I had to bring him, because then I had to exchange Xfinity stuff, so I had to bring him there. So he's like, I'm hungry, I need a sandwich, and he walked so slow, and I was like, this is not my pace. Uh, so I had, he left his sandwich behind, and that's what I ate half of that, and it was all crunchy <laughs> and stale. But, like, I'm glad we do that for our clients. But anyways, that's sort of my new passion is helping, like, helping that demographic, because for the most part, agents, I mean, not agents, their family members are working in their full-time jobs. You have to take a week vacation in order to do this? Yeah. Well, something that I thought of, you sort of touched upon it, is like your clientele has sort of changed over the years, but I think that it, it has changed because maybe you relate it's so much easier to help someone when you relate to them Mm -hmm. and you can sympathize with them. So right now you are, you know, working a lot with boomers or, or people who, um, you know, her, their parents have passed away and it's like estates and stuff Mm -hmm. because that's sort of like your generation. It's sort of what's going on in your world too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and Mary is sort of in her transition where she's getting married Mm -hmm. and that's sort of like her clientele there, like that age group and stuff. And then Evis with the two small kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and I said this, I think it was, it it was during a Buffini class, you know, and uh, Kristen Howlett had said, you know, I wish, you know, I had, you know, done this when I was, when the kids were younger. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, totally valid, valid. However, you still have a kid in high school. You got two in college. You can market to that as well. Mm -hmm. You know?
That's where your life is. Yeah. It wouldn't make sense for you to go to, you know, a kid's preschool. A preschool and be like, hey, there. <laughs> I know. It would be sort of weird, actually. Yeah. yeah. You know? So it is funny, but I guess, it, does this mean I'm getting to the end of my career now that I'm <laughs> working with this generation? No. You ought to be at least another 20 years. Oh, yeah, right. Um, but I do think that. You know, even on Monday, I was on the phone with like Mass Health trying to figure out some Medicare and Mass Health stuff. I was on the phone for two hours and two minutes and then realized he got declined for, and I have no idea why, right? Well, I didn't then. Then they said they'd send me something in the mail. Well, it came in the mail. The reason why is because the person who was helping me on the phone filled out the wrong form application and he should have been doing a senior one. Yeah. So he got denied because of his age. (laughs) I'm like, all right, so we have to start all over. It's 42 pages long. Yeah. So anyways, that's my story. And um, you'll probably be hearing me talk more about, you know, the services that I can provide and to help families through this process because, yeah, I was on the phone for two hours and two minutes. And I don't know many people who are working that are able to do that. Right? Yeah. No. So, yeah, you can't. No. You can't. Um, so anyways, want to tell everybody what our topic is today? Yeah. Well, well, you came up with it, but we've, we've talked about this several times and like that we've wanted to do this and now we're sort of doing it. And I saw your email this morning to our agents. Um, but we're going to be talking about like analyzing the accuracy of property valuation websites. So like Zillow, Trulia, all those um, like Realtor.com, Redfin, like those third party websites. Like how is it that they are able to give you a quote unquote? And if you are watching us on Facebook, you can see my air quotes mm-hmm. or my bunny ears. <laughs> um how they can give you a valuation on your house when A, they've never been there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and B, is it even accurate? How do they even get to that number? Mm -hmm. Um, And spoiler alert, it's not. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and the show's over. And that's it. And And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, and there you go. Mm. Uh, One of the things I am going to do today, though, um, if you don't have a pencil, go find a pen or a pencil, and I want you to write this down. Um, If you go to zoom.us and you want to join a meeting or join a webinar, um, this is the webinar ID. Um, It's not connected to the radio, but you will. I'm on my laptop, so you'll be able to follow along. I'm going to bring people online. Um, If you are watching or if you want to watch, just just follow my screen so I can show you what we do to get your market analysis. So that uh, webinar number is 882-0518-7262. Again, you'd go to zoom.us and the webinar ID is 882-0518-7262. 7262. So we'll be doing that after the break. So you have plenty of time to get your computer, get everything all organized, and you'll be able to hear us because I have my microphone on my laptop. It's completely separate from what we're doing on WATD, but uh, you'll be able to follow along as I'm talking about it. Yeah. So I guess we just sort of start off with what are the property valuation websites? I know I sort of give them away, but mm-hmm. so there's Zillow, mm-hmm. Realtor.com, Trulia, Redfin. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any others? BostonConnect.com. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. So every website basically has a tool on it. So our very own website, um, you could go to boston.com. Probably any website that you go on will give you a market analysis of your home. And they're all probably using the same algorithm. Um, I went on to Boston Connect this morning onto our website. Uh, Again, bostonconnect.com. I went onto our website this morning and uh, did one for my property and it comes up with two. And one is what the Zillow's estimate would be. And then the other other one is this company called Atom, A-T-T-O-M, and it's a data service uh, that re- it, it collects data from for real estate, um, and it's pulling it up. And I did my own property, and one of the things I don't like about it is there was almost like a $100,000 swing in the thing, right? Mm. So that is inaccurate. Yeah, no. Like, you can't have a $100,000 swing on that, so I will talk to our website people about that. But again, that really just proves the point is the 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 swing in the the differential between all of these are so much yeah well i just think of it as like when i went on before i got pre-approved by jasmine i went on like credit karma and i was like mm-hmm. oh this is my you know credit score and then when i sat down with jasmine she was like no it's this and it was like much higher oh yeah and that's why i was like I don't know how I'm in this position. Like, I don't know how I'm in such a great position to buy. And she's like, well, this is your credit score. And I was like, oh, I thought it was like 100 points less. And she's like, uh, no. <laughs> like, they're just no, not fine. accurate. And so, like, you have to talk to somebody who does this for a living. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Um, so one of the things I did this morning as I was looking at some research and stuff too, I decided to go to all the different algorithms and see what they came up with for my house. And um, I went to realtor.com because that's one that a lot of people go to. Um, that came in for my house in Pembroke. So I have a three-bedroom cape in Pembroke uh, with an addition, a pool, the garage and stuff. 731. Okay. That's what it came in at. I then went to Open Door. Open Door came in at 517800. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I did Home Light, which came in at 695. Oh my gosh. Zillow came in at 696 200 and Adam this other website came in at 778878. Now, when I looked at this, I said, "Okay, I'm going to be the typical t- homeowner." I they don't know what I've done to my I house. I literally like even with the first number, I was laughing. I'm like, "I your house is worth more than that." Well, see, we have that pride of ownership and that's what every single seller says to us. <laughs> no one has an mm. ugly baby, remember? I know, but you that. really don't have an ugly baby. Like you have a beautiful home. <laughs> but I would I would be like, "Huh, 778, it's the highest one. I guess I would go with that." Right? If you're going to look at these algor- these these programs on um, you know, just on online right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it, i just proved like there's i and not one of the numbers the two that were the closest were home light and zillow and just so you know zillow and trulia are owned by they're the same company so trulia would be the same what's that my mother texted me i absolutely don't have ugly babies <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> thanks mom and your and <laughs> your daughter doesn't have ugly friends <laughs> <laughs> i don't have ugly friends either um, so um yeah so that's where why i say it's really, really important. You know, sometimes I just, I hate when I sound salesy. Like that's what, the, you know, when we say to people, you really are better off having a real estate agent go in there and give you what the market value is of your house. I think it's all in your delivery though. Yeah. You can say the same thing in different ways and it could be taken differently. Yeah. Okay. So say it differently for me. <laughs> <laughs> what, that you need a realtor? That you yeah. need a professional? Yeah, I say it all the time. You say, you know. Yeah, say it. <laughs> you need a professional. <laughs> you know, you really shouldn't go that way. If you, you really, really want the true value, you should really hire me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, oh, that really made me think of like back in the old, like black and white, like the. <laughs> <laughs> you like, should hire me. <laughs> like the newspaper people. <laughs> extra, extra. <laughs> Read all about it. Um, no, but in true fashion, like. You know, and I always say, I want to give people the best advice that I can possibly give you. So when I do my analysis, I am very, very thorough with them because my job is to educate you on what the market is doing. Your job is to actually put that final price on what that house is. Yeah. Right? I don't want to be the one that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're professionals. We're not supposed to be wrong. Yeah, but I've never met a person who thinks that their house isn't the best. Mm. Yeah, I'm telling you. I don't. Everybody, maybe you're you not know, talking to everybody. Yeah, well, I feel uh, like some people. No, very, even people who don't have the prettiest house, they think that they do. Everybody, every single one that I know. All right, I'm serious. In 20 years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that no one has ever said to because even if they know that it has some, you know, uh, flaws about it, character maybe you would call it character. Well, that's what they would say. That's a very good point. Yeah, but think about me. Like, I go into some of these houses and I'm like, oh, like, yeah, it might be ugly or whatever. I'm like, oh, it brings a little character. Like, I don't want some cookie-cutter box thing. Yeah, I know, but I'm not talking about those things. But, like, you know, if if I notice, like, a broken window or something like that, they would say, yeah, but look at the view through it. It's broken because my dog just ran right through. Yeah, like, yeah, but look, there's a pond back there. You know what I mean? Like, they're always over. And then you say, we're in the middle of a neighborhood. There shouldn't be a pond in your backyard. Yeah, I go, that's not a pond. That's a swamp, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's what my point is. That's why you have to have, I think, a professional real estate agent who is in there. And I'm going to put, you know, a little plug out there for the full-time real estate agents because the industry is changing nonstop. And if there are agents out there who have other full-time jobs they're not seeing what the what properties look like right now every day you know what i mean mm-hmm. you have to so in mm-hmm. order to be a strong listing agent you have to be looking at what these properties are and generally you see them because you're out there working with buyers right yeah 
Okay. So, what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> this is your topic. <laughs> um, so, let's just talk about Zillow. And again, if you have any questions for us, 781-837-4900, 781-837-4900 is the number to the studio, and Tim will get you through. It can be about this topic or anything to do with real estate. Um, and then, if you get a chance after the break, uh, you can follow along. I'm already up on Zoom, uh, but you can follow along if you want to. And the uh, webinar ID is Eight eight two zero five one eight seven two six two. I think Zillow is probably the most um, popular because mm-hmm. I mean, think about all the memes that are out there. It's like, oh, sorry, I was late. I was looking up your Zestimate online before I came. You ever seen that meme? No. No. Oh, well, I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you do that for me. You put my folder together every yeah. time I go to someone's house because we know that everybody's looking. Everyone's there. looking. At, yeah. It, mm-hmm. we, we used to do Trulia, but now they're sort of interchangeable. And yeah. They usually have the same number, but um, yeah. But like Zestimate. Did you know that Zestimate is a trademark term? Hmm. I bet it is. It is. Yeah. Um, the other thing too is not to cut you off, but you know my memory. Mm. It's funny because. I like you to always have that number for me. Yeah. And I, you know, you put it on in my folder when I go. Because I know that most homeowners are going there first to sort of get an idea. But it's so interesting to me because it's usually one of two things. One, no, it's usually one, usually most people are like, I think it's too low. Yeah. Right? They think their house is worth more. Because they don't have an ugly baby. Exactly. So, but what happened to the CEO of Zillow? Yeah, his house, he sold his house a few years ago, and it was, uh, he sold it, the sale price was 32% less than his estimate. Yeah. (laughs) That's That's the CEO. Yeah. So they used to have, I didn't, I couldn't find it this morning, they used to have a section at the bottom of their website that said the accuracy of our estimate. Well, so Julia puts together our, uh, our, agendas and it says the national it says Zillow is the most accurate of the home valuation calculators which as a realtor I'm like what and it says it's national median error rate of 1.9% for active listings and 6.9% for off-market homes but off-market homes are homes that aren't on the market Mm-hmm. So if a seller is thinking about putting their house on the market they're going to go to Zillow and they're going to see that and it's 6.9% off yeah, it's interesting because when I was doing some research this morning as well, um, I mean, Julia does a great job, but I just like to sort of read through things. I had seen something similar, but remember, when we're getting this information, this is not hyper-local, this is nationwide, yeah. and it is more, it's it's less accurate in the Boston area. Yeah. It specifically said Boston. Mm. And with Zillow, you can also look at, like, the Zillow map. Like, it has the um, home values map. So you can see, like, every house around that house that you're looking at, like, their valuation. But Mm -hmm. I just think that they're, they're just not... They're just not accurate, and mm-hmm. I don't know how well, how else to put it. Like, yeah. it just—they're not the ones coming in your house and seeing that you've done all these things. They're not the ones knowing that you, you know, replaced your roof, your septic system, your, mm-hmm. you know, you've done a complete renovation. Like, you just like they don't know that. They don't know, and they don't know like is your house like on the pond across the street from the pond? Like where? Or is that your you've house? done nothing to exactly. absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. They should have the options on there, like when you're going to uh, appraise your car online, like what condition. Is it in? Is there rust? How's the paint and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, but they're gonna they're gonna say like Sharon says, my baby's not ugly. It just right. looks like a baked potato right now. But but you, but you know what I'm you know what I mean though. Have have you ever yeah. done that? Yeah, I know okay. exactly what yeah. you mean. Yeah. So they can click off if they have um, hardwood, wall to wall, granite. Right. All those things. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. And you know you can go in and claim your listing. Like if you have your address. Um, I actually have a new listing coming on and I accidentally did it this morning and I don't know how to undo it, but um, I don't own the house. Um, but you can go in and claim that, that you can claim that address mm-hmm. and you can go in and sort of do, make some changes and adjustments to it. Well, with that, with like the valuation that you, we were just talking about, think about how many people you have told, oh, you probably have hardwood floors underneath this, mm-hmm. uh, underneath the carpet and you've pulled back and seen the hardwood floors. But but they don't know because they bought the house that had wall-to-wall carpet mm-hmm. and they just kept it that way. Mm-hmm. And they just don't know. But you need you need to have somebody to ask those questions. Yeah. And I'm, tar- I'm sorry, Zillow's not calling you at midnight being like, <laughs> do you have hardwood <laughs> floors underneath your They're not like carpet? creating an email yeah. at 1130 at night saying, yeah. hey, can you answer these questions? But the way that the algorithm works too is 
with the um, home valuation tools, they they are looking at generic data. Uh, so they're looking at like the square footage of your home, the number of rooms, the number of garages. Um, and then they just sort of put it all in there. And even though those stats are, you know, important, they don't know the full story. So mm-hmm. um, that's why it's important to uh, have somebody who is there. Uh, it is 1030 right now. We are going to take a break. When we come back, um, if you want to join us, you can on Zoom. If not, that's okay. Uh, the Zoom ID is 882 187262 and um, I'm going to show you how we uh, get the, the value of your house when we come back. Little boxes on the hillside Little boxes made of ticky-tacky Little boxes on the hillside Little boxes all the same There's a pink one and a green one and a blue one and a yellow one and they're all Let's talk real estate with Sharon McNamara, broker and owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. People often wonder if wintertime is a good time to buy a home. What do you think, Mary? Sharon, here's what we found with our past buyer clients. While it's true there is less inventory on the market in the winter months, that also means that there's less competition for our buyers. And sellers tend to be highly motivated. That gives our buyers more negotiating power. In our team's experience, it really isn't about the seasons at all. Sellers and buyers are always looking for each other, and it's our job to connect them, and that's what we do. It's easy to connect with Sharon and Mary at bostonconnect.com or call 781-294-4848. That's 781-294-4848. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined in studio by my sidekick, Sharon McNamara. Good morning. Good morning. Broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, our number one sponsor, (laughs) along with Sharon and Mary Real Estate team. Mm -hmm. Mary is at an open house. Yeah, tell her where she is. Yeah, so she's um, at Cochessit in West Bridgewater, um, and she's there every Saturday and Sunday, 11 to 2. Um, Sam, 11 to 3 now. Oh, 11 to 3. I think it's 11 to 3 now, yeah. Oh. Because an extra hour, yep. Oh, okay. Well, then 11 to 3. Mm-hmm. News to me. Breaking news, yeah. everyone. Mm-hmm. Beep, 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 beep. Talk about breaking news. 11 to 3 every Saturday and Sunday and Wednesday, um, 5 to 7. Is that still correct? 5 mm-hmm. to 7 Wednesday? Yep, that's still right. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's a new construction development. We have 92 uh, units over there. We have a mixture of single-family homes and attached homes, which um, are wonderful. There's an array of styles. So if you want something smaller with a first floor, we have that. If you want something larger with a first floor, we have that. If you want something large with three bedrooms up, we have that. Well, you created a website, correct? Yes, I did. And what's that website? It's called Live. CochiseitEstates.com. So Cochiseit is C O C H E S E S E T T Estates.com. It's hard to do it in I your know. head. Well, as soon as I close my eyes, Mata-Kisa, I forgot it. Every time I have to say Matakis, they're like, "Can you spell that?" I'm like, "Hold on, I have to look at it, yeah, even though I live yeah. and work on it." Yeah. Um, Estates.com. Yeah. So you can yeah. see all the different styles. You can see lots of pictures. You yeah. can see floor plans, site plans, and all we of post it. a ton of stuff mm-hmm. on social media too. So follow McNamara Broker Team on Facebook and on Instagram, and you can see we've been um, posting all of the floor plans recently and. Um, just behind the scenes and one of the um, most recent buyers came to Sam's event on uh, oh, Thursday nice. um, and was here with Dan and, and his wife Allie and um, we were all uh, hanging out talking about it and she just loves it there. No, she, loves really? it. she was like asking questions are you going to build across from me? Are you going to do that? I love my view and I love this and the, you know and she's just like I can't wait until there's more people in my little nook over here and I'm like this is the best time to get in like right in the Mm -hmm. beginning like you live through the construction of the development but like you're an OG yeah and you know what (laughs) I I just did a blog on that actually the the benefits of um, we're sort of going off a little bit but the benefits of getting into new construction development at the beginning stages because because you are dealing with sort of the construction and the noise and things like that um, then you are 
getting better pricing. And as the as the different phases come up, prices go up. That's yeah. just the way it works in yeah. every subdivision. So, uh, but the point you made is, yeah, you're an OG and you get to know all the neighbors as they're moving yeah. in, and you just yeah. get to be the grand pool. Well, well, she was saying, you know, I love to go for walks and I love to say hi to everybody. So she's always saying hi to everybody going through the open house. She's always, yeah. you know, out there, um, and and she said that she loves it so far. So that's awesome. Yeah, so. that's good news to hear. We should actually um, get a video of her out there and give us a, a great yeah. testimonial. We can add that to our website. It's livecochiseitestates.com. We also have another, I'm going to plug it right now. Um, we have another uh, subdivision coming up in Hanson and mm-hmm. it's right off of Spring Street. It's Hanson uh, Rockland Line and it is uh, called Cushing Trails and it will be 40 units uh, and those will be attached townhome style homes. Uh, prices are probably going to start right around 570 mm-hmm. and uh, those are going to be wonderful too. So uh, yeah. if you want more information on that, you can give me a ring-a-ling after the fact, 781-294-4848. So yeah. that's some of our stuff. Um, I was going to say something when we were talking earlier, and yeah, sort of just went completely out of my head. So, oh, I know what I was going to say to our WATD listeners. Thank you for listening again uh, this Saturday. I wanted to know if you have uh, recently thought about selling your home, or if you recently did sell your home, did you first go to Google and try to find out the evaluation before you put it on the market, and how accurate was that? I actually actually sent uh, my office an email this morning. Uh, it was early when I sent it and I asked all of them to sort of track that information for me so I can see how accurate things are. Mm-hmm. I think that the prices go up the more people that put the same address in. Yeah. I feel like that's what the algorithm is doing. I think if I went in there and put 19 Mattachusett Street, which is the office address, mm-hmm. if I put it in there today, and then I did it again tomorrow, and then I did it the next... Like, I feel like the algorithms are going to say, whoo, someone's thinking about selling their house. Yeah, right? and we're going to start to get all these, like, mailings and exactly. phone calls and Yes, stuff. that will happen. And then I just feel like it's... I, I'm curious if it's going to bump up that price. Mm. So, that's my thought. Well, it's interesting because we bought the building almost four years ago now? Three years? 2019. Yeah, so almost four years. Yeah. It'll be four years, and we still get people being like about the old owner and mm-hmm. uh, you know we just still get all these things although like moving and stuff mm-hmm. we're like we've been here four years yes, <laughs> beat, it. beat it beat it we'll be here until the end of time yeah um, the other thing too is um this is just a PR show. Uh, Saturday, May 6th, um, our show here. We are going to have Chief McDonald and Chief Viveros, Viveros uh, with us. Um, Chief McDonald is from the police department. Chief Viveros is from the fire department. We are going to be discussing the public safety building. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are going to town meeting on May 9th, and uh, we need to vote on that. So we're hoping we get some uh, listeners and callers from Pembroke Connect. Actually, I want to call Christine James and see if she'll take my show and and do the interviews because she's so much better at it. Oh, on the 6th? Yeah. Oh, Do you think? Hey, Tim, you think Christine would do that? (laughs) (laughs) You think Christine is busy on May 6th? (laughs) you got to be a part of it, too. I'd be a part of it. Like, I would just, like, watch. She could be the commentator. I love Christine James, so I just love her. I love her voice. I love her personality. Okay, would you like her to be your Saturday <laughs> person? I might have a girl crush. <laughs> she just sounds so like smooth on the radio, but it's such an important topic. I don't want to mess it up. Yeah, like so, it though. Yeah. So back to our topic: seven eight one eight three seven four nine zero zero. Let us know if you've ever used any of these algorithms to try to get the value of your home and what your thoughts are on that. Um, I am online. Doesn't look like we have any people following along, but I'm going to follow along myself. Um, just how we do a presentation and how we get to those numbers. Before I do that, Mel, is there anything on the agenda? Because I know Julia put a lot of work into this that I'm missing about um, the Zillows and Trulia's. Um, Um, Well, it's pretty much, they pretty much do sort of the same thing, you know. It's... um, Realtor.com is the official website of the National Association of Realtors, so we are part of that. Is Mm -hmm. that a no? It's a no, yeah. Oh, that's wrong? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. I want to find out where she got that. I saw that there, too. Mm. But mm, I don't think it is. 
Okay. Well, disregard that. Um, all right. Well, then move on to what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, if, if you go down a little bit too, is um, how do these websites collect their evaluation? So I had said this a little bit earlier, but they're using your tax assessment. Uh, we actually were talking to an appraiser this week, and I'm going to have him on as a guest so we can go over the differences between an appraisal, an assessment, and a market anal- analysis. Uh, so they'll just use your tax assessments. They'll use um, any property transfers ownership deeds um, and then they'll sort of look for you know solds around your house um, oh, okay I was wrong okay yeah, national it is the, it, yeah stuff. it is um, and then the automated valuation model uh, it doesn't account for like renovations and stuff so Melissa and I were already talking about that so the way that we come to the value of your home is by actually seeing it Surprise, surprise. So uh, do you want to tell people what you put together for me for my first appointment? I like to do things in two appointments. So this is what, you know, I go on Clubhouse all the time. It's an app and we talk about this all the time. Some agents, and I'm not saying either way is right or wrong. Some agents will go in and give, they'll talk to you on the phone. They'll get the basic information. They'll put together an analysis and then they'll present it to you when they go to your home. Um, I don't do it that way. I like to go to your home, see the home for myself, and then I come back to the office and I make, I put together all my data and all my research. Mm-hmm. When I go to people's homes, the first thing I say to them, other than, hi, my name is Sharon, here's my business card, uh, and go through the agency disclosure, I always say, please don't tell me what you think that, what the value of your house is. Yeah. And... You know, sometimes there are people who will say, just so you know, I'm not going to tell you what I think it's worth. That's why you are here. And I say, I understand. Or just so you know, I'm not going to sell it for less than a million. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I ask them not to tell me because I don't want to. I'm a benefactor. I want to please everybody. But I don't want their number stuck in my head as I'm doing my research. My job, you are potentially going to hire me to tell you the truth so I like to gather my own information and then when you get to my office I'll ask you then what do you think the value is so I can then highlight whether you're right or wrong mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you know so if you're right on there are a lot of times though I'll be honest Mel a lot of times people are right in the range they they sort of know yeah um and I go over why that number is accurate or if, if they're wrong. It's usually because something in the general vicinity of their house has sold. Yes. yes. And it's, they have a similar home, mm-hmm. which it's very important to compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges. That For appraisal purposes, yeah. right? So if an appraiser, we have to sell your house twice. So once we sell it to a buyer, then if that buyer is going to have a mortgage, then an appraiser is going to come in and they're going to be looking at the same numbers as me. Yeah. Right. They go into MLS. So we have to make sure that we're priced, uh, you know, uh, appropriately. One thing I always say to people, too, is like when people say, oh, I think you're underpricing it. There's no such thing as underpricing a house in a seller's market. Yeah. It's impossible to do because if you're underpriced, as you think, or on the lower end of your range, all that will do is bring in more people who are willing to look at it and potentially give you what you're asking and above. I know, like think about how many times we've had the conversation of like, okay, we put the house on the market for 425, we got, you know, some people interested. Mm-hmm. Maybe it went for four twenty five, maybe four fifteen. But if you went on for three ninety nine, it would have probably gone over four twenty five because that's just the mindset of a lot of. And it's so hard. It's so weird. And and sometimes people don't get it, but like we've seen it so many times. I know, and it's so funny because when I say it. I feel as if they they don't believe me for whatever reason it is. They don't believe me. But I will give an example of that. It was last year. I did put a house on the market. Um, Sometimes it's more difficult with estate properties, Mm -hmm. right? Because you have multiple people, you know, giving an opinion. And, you know, everybody wants the most amount of money when it comes to an estate. I understand that. My job is to get you the most amount of money with the best terms and conditions. Yeah. Right? Well, part of it is is like, and this is the perspective of a buyer, me, in this market, I'm not looking at properties that are at the top of my price range Mm -hmm. because I'm already going into it thinking, okay, Mm -hmm. that's probably the minimum of what that seller wants. Mm -hmm. So they probably want to go over. So I'm not looking at houses that are 400,000. I'm looking at something that's below that. Uh So I have a little bit of cushion. I love that you're looking for a house right now because you're so smart. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I mean, I thought you were smart before, but like, it's like, it's really nice to be able to have this conversation with you 
as that person who's actually doing it. It's like I have a guest every single week. I know. Well, it's funny because I was having a conversation with a couple last night and they every time they see me, they're like, how's the home search? How's the home search? And I, I said, you know what? I had to change my mindset because I, I kept setting myself up for disappointment being mm-hmm. like, just I have to get a house. I have to get a house. When I'm like, I'm not going to be homeless tomorrow. Like, no. I just need to relax. No. And like, it's of mine right now, but I'm not going to make a stupid decision because I am a smart person. Yeah. <laughs> not to toot my own horn, but like, I'm, and, you well, know, and you're getting some very solid advice. And what I said to them was, you know what? I have a lot of people that are in my corner and that are looking out for me. I, I, I am confident that it will happen. It's not going to happen tomorrow, mm-hmm. maybe, uh, because not a lot of things come on the market on Sundays, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm realistic about that, yep. but I do have a lot of people in the corner, because they had said, oh, do you see things off market? I said, yeah, I see things off market. I said, I've seen more things off market than I have on market in the past four and a half months, and, I, and that's why I was like, I just have a lot of people in my corner and want to see that happen for me, yep. so I'm like, I'm not concerned that people are hiding things in their pocket, like, oh, you yeah. know, I got this house, and I'm not going to show it. They're airing their dirty laundry to me. Yeah, absolutely. We want you to be able to have your dream too. And I feel like, you know, the ones that you haven't gotten is with good reason. So that's how the world works, right? Um, But my thought on that beforehand was what? What were we talking about right before that? Mm. And I was like, boy, you're so smart. Oh, the folder? Yeah, but it was something mm. that you were just saying, and I was like, oh, I love that you're so smart. And boy, how is that that I get oh, to Oh, looking at, looking at, not looking at the top of your budget. Oh, yeah, not looking. So when I am going through these numbers with people, oh, and with that house, too, that we were talking about, and with an estate, you know, it's, you know, you have four people that are making a decision, three of them are on the same page, one is not. And then, you know, you sort of want to appease everybody, too. So, you know, the other three brothers were like, all right, fine. We'll just let our sister make this final decision. And we went on the market for over what we thought. Now, when I did the open house at this property, we had, what did I have? Like over 50 groups come through the open house. We had like 90 showings total on this property, right? And, um... We only we only ended up with a couple offers, and I think it was exactly because of what you said. Mm-hmm. Hey, I already know uh, my expectation is is that the seller and people were saying that to me in the open house. They're like, "Oh, you're going to have no problem. You know, you'll have multiple offers on this. I just don't want to get into the game. I don't yeah. want to get into that game mm-hmm. because, like you said, if somebody's already at the four twenty five and they feel the house isn't, that's the difference now is too that people are really looking at the value of the house and they don't want to go over that. Yeah, right. So, and and too, like I met some clients last week and we went in and there was a ton of people at this house in Pembroke and they were like, well, I don't think that the value is over 500. And I said, well, uh, potentially it is not market value. I said, but you see all these people walking around, it's going to be emotional value. Yeah. And they said, well, what do you think will get us the house? I said, I can't make that decision for you. I don't. I can't feel how emotionally attached you are to this house. Yeah. So they went in at like five fifteen, and then the next morning they woke up and they said, "No, we want to go to five twenty-five," mm-hmm. and they still didn't get it. So that was <clears throat> what fifty thousand over asking. Yeah. Yeah, and they didn't get it. Mm. Well, yeah, that's for a reason. Yeah, it does. So, um, anyways, how I find the value? Oh yeah, tell people what you put in my folder. Well, first and foremost, it is the agency disclosure. That is super important. We've mm-hmm. done a show on that in the past, so go to talkrealestateroundtable.com and find that one. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you have a... Are we have a doorbell? Uh, oh, no, that's a doorbell, not a ring. Yeah. <laughs> no phone call. Um, <laughs> someone's at our door. Um, and then we do the um, the sort of the the sheet from the town so mm-hmm. the um, so it gives all like a s- snapshot of what the town has for you mm-hmm. um, and then that's where I write the Zillow estimate mm-hmm. so I go on Zillow and I look up the address and I put that on for for Sharon's uh, knowledge and then um, we do what is called an area market survey mm-hmm. so I do three and six months and do you want to explain why three yeah. and six months so an area uh, market survey is a report that we um, that Melissa pulled 
pulls directly from MLS, and that gives me all of the information that, uh, like data, on what is active, what has um, a price change, what is uh, pending, what has sold. And I'm looking at that information because I'm sort of trying to gauge where the market is and where it's going. So I like to look at six months because appraisers are going back and looking six months, but then I like to look at three months because I feel like that's a better indicator of where the market currently is, Mm -hmm. right? Some people will do a month, but I I feel like you really, you can't really do it in a month. Yeah. It takes longer than that for a house to come on the market and close. Well, especially with such low inventory, it's hard Mm -hmm. to get like an accurate depiction of like where the market's going if there's only been a couple houses on the market in that month. Exactly. Um, so when I'm looking at the solds, that's the most important for me is like what has currently sold and obviously I'm using your town and then you'll pull like if I'm looking at a cape, you'll pull a cape. If yeah. I'm looking at a colonial, you'll pull a colonial and I'm looking at what is the sale price to list price ratio. So yeah. if I look at six months and the sale price to list price ratio and let's just say the town of Marshfield is 98%. And then I look at the sale price to list price ratio in the three month and it's 102%, then I can see that people are paying over asking. Yeah. Right. So then I, I go back to the public report and I look to see what style home you have. So say it's a cape, then I go into MLS and I look at the past six months, what has sold in that town that is a cape style. If there's a lot, then I get more specific. Then I get you know into the bedrooms or the square mm-hmm. footage or something, something that is an apple to apple. Mm-hmm. Um, I do that for six months and then I go back into MLS and I do 12 months sold on that street. So anything on your street that you probably were looking at Mm -hmm. um, and sort of put the bug in your ear to sell, um, we're looking at that and seeing if that compares as well. And really, it's sold, and now we've we've expanded to like any any sort of like if it's already on the market now, or mm-hmm. if it expired, or whatever, yep. um, or coming soon. Now that we have coming soons, um, mm-hmm. I do that, and then. We have this um, program called Altos Reports, yep. um, which is sort of a, sort of a snapshot. There's there's two. There's a snapshot, and then there's like more in depth of like what has gone on in your town in general. So it's not specific to your style, but again, it's general uh, for the for the town. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of the marketing material that we do um, mm-hmm. for. For all of the all the postcards and flyers and all that good yeah. stuff, so I can leave some. And I like to leave people with information because then you know it takes me a little while mm-hmm. to you know set up that next appointment. I like it when people come into the office, um, and if they can't make it into the office, I like to do a Zoom call because I bring people directly into MLS. Yeah. One thing that I think is really important about doing a CMA for people, and that's a comparative market analysis, is true transparency. Mm-hmm. So if I just show up at your house with a packet of paper and I say okay, you have the three-bedroom cape. Um, these are the other three-bedroom capes I, I pulled that I think are the best. You know, yeah. These three I think are the best. Well, you as you know the homeowner, you don't know if those yeah. are the three. You don't get the opportunity to discuss those with me yeah. because we might have a different perception of what what's we think. The be- oh, yeah, yeah, I'm like, well, what's the best to you? Yeah, so <laughs> I think I, your home, for your personal home, is the best. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, but then you know, I think you know, are you just seeing the lowest? Like in your head, are you going to question? Hmm, did they show me all of the solds? Are they showing me just the lower solds just to get or the just price, the higher, or just the higher ones yeah. to get a listing? And you. Never I'm not saying that any agent does that. Let me preface that. But I'm just saying, I would think as a seller, that would be one of my thoughts. Yeah. How do I know what I'm looking at? Yeah. So that's why I love to bring people in. I log right into MLS and I do the search right in front of you. I look at active, back on the market, um, those properties. Yeah. Yeah. I want to show you. I don't consider other companies or other agents... um, Competition. I mean, we're colleagues in the same industry with different color logos, Mm -hmm. but a house is competition to you. So we never want your house to be priced so it sells somebody else's house. And sometimes, you know, you if you know that agent or have a really good mm. rep- reputation with that agent, you can call them and say, not ask what they got, but just say, hey, d- you know, did you get multiple offers on this? Because if they got multiple offers on it and it is a comparative house, all those people that lost out yeah. on that house are going to go for your house, mm-hmm. potentially. Yep. 
Um, the other thing to mention about the folder is we try to make it specific or um, comparable to the house that you're going to. So mm-hmm. any marketing material, if it's a cape, like I try to do all the, the yep. cape style. So you can envision your house in you know that yep. flyer, in that postcard and stuff like that. Um, but I think also what's important is the communication to for people to know that there are going to be two visits. Like where mm-hmm. I'm not just somebody driving by and being like, yeah, you wor- your house is worth 550 And then you just run the stoplight or and something. And too, like I listen to Clubhouse and um, there's agents throughout the country that are on there. And they tell us what they, like they're talking, we've had this conversation on Clubhouse and they'll be like, nope, I do it in one stop. And I say, you know, with people, they say that their job is when they leave that house the first time is they want that contract signed. And they will do and say whatever it is yeah. to get that contract yeah. signed. And as a seller, do yourself the benefit of doing your homework and don't be pressured by somebody saying, oh, I'm going to reduce my commission if you sign on the dotted line right now. Why would anyone want to be pressured that way? If somebody as an agent is confident in what they do, they shouldn't have to use tactics like that in order to get a listing. I'm not talking about anybody specific or anybody around here. I'm just telling you about the, what I've heard on Clubhouse of what agents are doing. And I think you know, hey, I respect and I commend people for doing their research. And at the end of the day, I hope they choose me. But if they don't, I respect their decision to go with who they thought was better. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what we do. We look at everything. You know, I bring up, you know, um, under agreements and uh, contingent because I want to see where the market's going. If there's a house similar to yours that just that is on the you know, on the market, let's just say for $500,000. Yes, I will call the agent. Recently, I just did this actually this week. I called an agent. I was like, oh, I'm right around the corner from you. It's the house you went with me the other mm-hmm. day. And I was like, can you tell me what, you know, did you get several offers? Nope, we only got one offer. We accepted it. It was a thousand over asking. And the reason why we did is because the seller didn't want any more showings. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend that path, but hey, that's what the seller wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but I said, hey, I thank you for the information. I'll let you know when I go active. So if you have any other clients that were wanted that property, yeah. you can show them mine. So, um, but then um, the other thing is is sold. So that's what appraisers are looking for. We're trying to compare apples to apples with those solds. And the sold will be the indicator of what that range is. So yeah. we have two minutes left. But if I have five sold properties, I'll add them together, divide it by five. And then we put 3% on each end, and that's what gives us the range. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we didn't get any questions from anybody on uh, Facebook this morning. No, so, everybody no must question. be out there busy. Uh, I know that uh, Ginny Wandell is in the office again today. She's here every Saturday from 10 to 12. And I know that there is a Pembroke cleanup day going on. I saw Emmy Flaherty. She's another full time real estate agent here at Boston Connect. Uh, so, they're doing something. Yeah. I think cleaning up Pembroke. Cleaning up Ken Pembroke. Pem- cleaning up I don't Pembroke. know where you go or how you start that, but call Emmy. Call yeah. Ginny. Ginny's will, part of it, too. I will say that Marianne Trask, who is a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, has a new listing in Weymouth. It's 298 Pond Street in Weymouth. It is on the market for $689. Um, she has an open house today from 11 to 3 and an open house tomorrow from 1 to 4. I was going through the pictures. I was like, oh, my gosh, I love mm. this house. Um, so go on bostonconnect.com. Um, um, in, in Boston Connect um, Real Estate on Facebook and Instagram, you can see all of that information. Um, again, it is 298 Pond Street in Weymouth. Um, great house. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Pond Street, great street. Um, so we'll be back on Tuesday uh, from 6.15 to 7. I don't know if it will be me or if it will be the other co-host of our show, Kristen Howlett with Melissa <laughs> Wallace. Uh, but thank you for joining us today. And don't forget, May 6th, we are going to have the Chiefs on from uh, for the Public Safety Building Committee meeting here. Uh, it's important to vote and vote yes so they can get a new uh a new new digs Uh, thanks tim have a great weekend thanks you too bye ladies bye Bye, everybody go to bostonconnect.com if you need us WATD FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton.